Part 8 of The Birth of Professional Rugby League in Australia Selections from the Sydney Morning Herald 1907-1908 This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. New Clubs Formed 10th of January to 11th of February 1908 Friday, 10th of January 1908 Rugby League Enthusiastic Meeting New Club at Glebe a largely attended meeting of the New South Wales Rugby Football League was held in the Glebe Town Hall last evening. The Mayor, Alderman Lucas, presided, and among those on the platform were Messrs H. Hoyle, President, Knox, Vice-President, J. Giltinen, Secretary, G. Boss and H. Oddbird, Referees Association, A. Burden, C. Headley, P. Moyer, V. Harris, J. Conlon, Glebe, A. McNamara and A. Waymark, Joint Secretaries of the Glebe Club, T.J. McCabe, Lancashire, G. Hamill, F. Cheadle, Newtown, A. Hennessy, S. Fry, South Sydney, and A. Dobbs, Balmain. The chairman said that the more opportunities given to young men in open field sports, the more likelihood there was of their being made into good citizens and fathers. Football was a manly sport when properly carried out, and taught young men to conduct themselves in conditions of great excitement in a cool and collected manner. He was not going to say anything about amateurism or professionalism. He would leave those points to men who knew more about the technicalities of the game, and were thus better able to advise the course they should adopt. Applause. Mr. H. Hoyle said it was remarkable that a section of the press, more particularly the so-called sporting section, had shown a most unreasonable antagonism to men who tried to introduce something new and better in existing conditions. Those present had seen what the New South Wales Rugby Football League officials had been doing, and the hearty response in numbers was a reply direct enough to show their confidence in the league and their willingness to go on with the movement. The league was formed because it was believed that the set of conditions controlling the football union were not suitable to the democracy and social conditions of the Australian people. Did they propose professionalism? Certainly not. The idea was absolutely absurd. The officials proposed that the men should play the game without loss to themselves, and in a manner that would make it better and more brilliant than ever. If any of the men lost their time, the gates that they would draw as footballers would have to make up their wages. Applause. If they were hurt whilst playing, they would receive £2 a week for 16 weeks with free doctor and medicine until they had recovered. There was nothing wrong about that. The money obtained at the gates would be used to perfect football. The gates money would be disposed of in the following way. After paying the ground fees and other expenses, the balance would be dispersed by giving both the clubs and the controlling body thirty-three and one-third per cent each. It was proposed to not only treat the players as men, but when they were going away to another state, they would be able to maintain their dignity by having money in their pockets for expenses at the rate of five shillings, and in some cases seven shillings and sixpence a day, as well as being paid up to ten shillings a day for loss of wages. He knew of many players who had gone to Queensland and had paid away the three shillings allowed by the rugby union in one shout. They must remember that they could not take a drink if they were worthy of the name of men without reciprocating. Mr. Giltonen displayed a cablegram he had received from England, which, he stated, 
was an invitation for an Australian team to visit that country. The sum of £7,000 was in the bank there as a guarantee, and the New South Wales Rugby Union would receive 70% of the gate money. Applause. It was resolved to form a Glebe District Football Club to be affiliated with the New South Wales Football League. The following were elected as office bearers. Patron, Mr W. M. Hughes, MP. President, Alderman P. C. Lucas, Mayor. Vice-Presidents, Alderman L. L. Earl, Messrs. A. Buckle, R. Burden and J. Sheeran. Acting on Secretaries, Messrs. A. Waymark and A. L. H. McNamara. Acting Treasurer, Mr. R. Burden. Provisional Committee, Messrs. F. Burke, P. Coleman, V. Harris, A. Burden, P. Moyer, H. Griffiths, L. Edwards, C. Headley, T. J. McCabe. Amid a scene of great enthusiasm, J. Conlon signed the role as the first member of the new club, and nearly all those present followed suit. Wednesday, 15th of January, 1908. Rugby football. Is the union backing down? Better treatment for players. At a meeting of the Council of the New South Wales Rugby Union on Monday night, it was resolved that in addition to the acts of professionalism, as provided for in the union's handbook, the union hereby declares, as an act of professionalism, the holding of any office or assisting in any manner whatsoever, any rugby football association declared by this union to be formed in opposition to the New South Wales Rugby Union in the state of New South Wales. Another matter discussed was the treatment of representative players. It was decided that steps should be taken to insert in the bylaws of the union a bylaw providing for the granting of allowances to players representing the state who have been incapacitated by being injured in the field of play and for defraying medical and other expenses caused through such injury. Although there has not been a bylaw to that effect, it might be mentioned that the union has always adopted that course, and players injured while playing for the state have never lacked medical or other necessary treatment. It has been thought advisable by the council, however, to make the point perfectly clear by including it in the bylaws. It has been decided that admission tickets should be issued to all players who have represented the union to allow them to witness all representative games played locally by the union. The union has been desirous for some time past of allowing increased expenses to players representing the state, and the matter has been the subject of correspondence between the English Rugby Union and the local body. The council hoped to have the necessary approval within the course of a few weeks. The League New Club at Newtown A largely attended meeting, convened by the New South Wales Rugby Football League, was held last evening in the Newtown Town Hall. The President, Mr H. Hoyle, occupied the chair, and amongst those present on the platform were Messrs J. J. Giltonen, Secretary, M. C. Hamill, V. Cheadle, W. Noble, G. Ross, F. Henlon, Newtown, W. Can, E. Fry, A. Hennessy, South Sydney, P. Moyer, L. Edwards, Glebe, T. Costello, a one-time Australian captain, and W. J. Ellis. The chairman enumerated the many advantages that the officials would confer upon those who played under the auspices of the league. Out-of-pocket expenses would be allowed to competitors engaged in football, while those who had the misfortune to sustain injury would receive free medical attention. Mr. J. J. Giltonen, secretary, 
in the course of an excessively long speech outlined the constitution of the league it was unanimously resolved to form a club in newtown to be affiliated with the new south wales rugby football league many of those present signed the roll as members of the new body the following were elected as office bearers patron dr chen hall president mayor of newtown alderman h t morgan vice presidents messrs a bakewell a murray a f desborough george linden r rogers e newman p lynch a lang j boss and edwards committee messrs j edwards walker h c hamill f cheadle c manton r s griffiths h powell f henlon and g gross secretary mr j j giltonen assistant secretary mr w noble treasurer mr g boss saturday eighteenth of january nineteen hundred and eight football rugby league new club at redfern the work of organization which the officials of the new south wales rugby league commenced in the glebe town hall continues to meet with success strong clubs have been formed at glebe and newtown another meeting was held in the redfern town hall last night when the building was packed many being unable to gain admission the chairman mr h hoyle outlined the many disadvantages that players now laboured under under the new league the players would receive every consideration and have direct representation on the central committee mr j j gilton and secretary mentioned that some very valuable trophies had been promised on the motion of mr a hennessy seconded by mr w can it was unanimously decided to form a south sydney district club to be affiliated with the new south wales rugby league the following were elected as office bearers patron mr j c watson m p president mr h hoyle vice-president messrs peacock w c white perry brackenrig dr f w langton and j fitzgibbon representative on the league committee mr a s hennessy joint on secretaries messrs f peters and p fallon on treasurer mr george ball committee messrs w can e fry j cochran j davis and c hill many of those present became members of the new club monday twenty seventh of january nineteen hundred and eight football new south wales league eastern suburbs club formed a club affiliated with the new south wales rugby football league to represent the eastern suburbs was formed on friday night the chair was occupied by mr h doyle president while on the platform were several players who represented the eastern suburbs in first grade matches last season the chairman explained the objects of the league and the reasons which brought it into being mr j j giltonen secretary of the league also spoke referring to the term professionalism it was pointed out that the new body strongly protested against it as applied to them professionalism could not exist in new south wales neither was there a necessity for it financially the league had nothing to fear it had a bank guarantee of three thousand pounds for expenses and seventy per cent of the gross gate takings offered by the northern union for the visiting league's team the officers elected were patron lieutenant colonel onslow m l a president mr albert pointing vice-presidents messrs james white james lawrence j v wadsworth w weeks w austin j jagelman on secretary mr h flegg 
on treasurer mr e hooper committee messrs v trumper e white j stunts r mabel w leslie j thompson s pierce m frawley a rosenfelt n rosenfelt f brennan and f dalpuget league versus union meeting at balmain a meeting was held in the balmain town hall on thursday night for the purpose of forming a rugby football club to affiliate with the new south wales league mr j storey m l a occupied the chair and there was a large attendance the chairman said that balmain had not received justice in regard to football and that the players had been slighted by the union football had been partly ruined in balmain by the absence of local games the outcome of the action of the union birchgrove park was one of the finest grounds in australia and he saw no necessity for the games being taken away from the local centre as they had been mr h davis considered that the manner in which the union had treated balmain in the past was such as to cause the players to welcome the new league with open arms mr h hoyle had no doubt as to the success of the new movement the league's desire was to deal out equity in two years there would be no rugby union applause the sole object of the league was to keep the game clean mr j gilton and moved that we form a club to affiliate with the new south wales league mr h hutchison seconded the motion which was carried unanimously the election of officers resulted as follows president mr cecil turner vice-president messrs j m gibb t mccabe e mclaren e mcclymont w stewart e napier d murphy g holmes d duff secretary mr h davis treasurer mr r hutchison a provisional committee of five was also appointed tuesday the eleventh of february nineteen hundred and eight football new south wales rugby football league a meeting was held on friday night at the north sydney school of arts by the above league with a view to forming a football club at north sydney to affiliate with the league mr e m clark m l a presided and there was a large attendance amongst those present being messrs j j giltonen on secretary and h c hoyle an official of the league many district footballers and others interested in the movement on the motion of mr h glanville seconded by mr s murray it was decided to form a club to be known as the north sydney district football club to become affiliated with the new south wales rugby football league the following officers were elected patron mr e m clark m l a president mr j Fernelli, vice-presidents messrs e blue p friend c dunn e w dunn c ford and dr mckinnon on secretary mr w hedge on treasurer mr h glanville committees messrs j abercrombie j devereux e boland w hunt j osborne and s dean by the formation of the club not more than five of the first grade players of the north sydney dfc affiliated with the metropolitan rugby union of last year will be lost but amongst the members of the new club will be a large number of second grade borough and junior players of the district messrs j j giltonen and h c hoyle addressed the meeting and it was pointed out what the league proposed to do to give one-third of the gate to each competing club and retain one-third for the league to be used as a kind of insurance fund to provide for injured players and for their loss of time 
a good deal had been said about amateur and professional players but the league considered that the only difference was that the league intended to treat its members more liberally than the union had in the past so far as the club itself was concerned provision would be made whereby each member of an affiliated club would be provided with uniforms free of cost the first grade players under the union of last year who have joined the new club are messrs abercrombie glanville devereux coote and hunt end of part eight